Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me today on our chapter day journey, where we find ourselves in Jeremiah 31. It's verse 33 that resonated with me this morning. It says, This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Today's podcast is entitled, A New Covenant. Covenant is an important theme throughout the great story. God made a covenant with Noah in Genesis chapter 9, and then later he made a covenant with Abram in Genesis chapter 15, verse 18. He then made another covenant with Abram, who is now transformed into Abraham in Genesis 17. God then made a covenant with the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through Moses in the book of Exodus, chapter 24. The prophetic words and ministry of Jeremiah and the exile and captivity of these same descendants of Abraham in Babylon, it's a major turning point in the larger story, the great story that God is authoring from Genesis to Revelation. God gave them his law, but for a thousand years, they repeatedly failed to keep it, repeatedly broke the covenant. Paul so perfectly describes the dilemma in his letter to Jesus' followers in Rome. In chapter 7, verses 8 through 12, when he says, Don't you remember how it was? I do perfectly well. The law code started out as an excellent piece of work. What happened, though, was that sin found a way to pervert the command into a temptation making a piece of forbidden fruit out of it. The law code, instead of being used to guide me, was used to seduce me. Without all the paraphernalia of the law code, sin looked pretty dull and lifeless, and I went along without paying much attention to it. But once sin got its hands on the law code and decked itself out in all that finery, I was fooled. I fell for it. The very command that was supposed to guide me into life was cleverly used to trip me up, throwing me headlong. So sin was plenty alive, and I was stone dead. But the law code itself is God's good and common sense, each command, sane and holy counsel. Again, that's Romans 7, 8 through 12 in the message. The exile and captivity which Jeremiah prophesied and later witnessed was a result of the Hebrews' repeated tripping up and falling into that sin and idolatry, just as Paul describes. But one of the beautiful things about Jeremiah's ministry is that in the midst of the doom and the gloom of his repetitive messages about exile, God has him announce something that is stunning in its hope and optimism. He says, quote, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah, end quote. This new covenant is unlike the old covenant. The law will now be written on the hearts and the minds of people, it says in verse 33. It is no longer a written law code of list of rules, but a personal, intimate relationship between God and humans from every level of society. That's verse 34. This covenant will be made possible not because humanity somehow evolves into a better species, but because God himself will take the initiative God will take on human form. 
pay the penalty for the sin problem that started with Adam and offer everyone forgiveness. Jesus declared this new covenant that Jeremiah prophesied on the night before he was crucified. It says in Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 29, quote, During the meal Jesus took and blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. Taking the cup and thanking God, he gave it to them. Drink this, all of you. This is my blood. God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. Just as Jeremiah predicted, by the way. I'll not be drinking this cup again, Jesus said, until that new day when I'll drink it with you in the kingdom of my Father. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself once again in wonder of how the story fits together. In each covenant God makes, it is God taking the initiative with humanity. It is God reaching out. It is God making the covenant. It is God pursuing the relationship with humanity, with me. The only question that remains is my willingness to receive it. I'm going to leave it there, my friend. I hope you have a great day. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow.